Welcome to Hockey Prospect Radio, your voice for prospect news and analysis on Sirius XM, NHL Network Radio. Now, here's your hosts, Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. This is Hour 2 in Junior Prospect Hockey League, Western Canada's newest developmental stream. Four student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level at JuniorProspectHockeyLeague.com. Speak with Jason Bukla and Brad Allen. Let's chat about Team USA for the World Juniors. Now, their roster isn't complete as this is being recorded. So let's talk a little bit about, let's start with their forward group in terms of, look, this is a stacked forward group, but... They're going, they have 16 forwards in camp. They're going to have to cut three. And the hard part is figuring out who's going to get cut. Because I look at the roster and I don't know. Like, I legitimately, I have a hard time figuring out who's going to make it and who's not. Like, I could pretty much, you know, I could probably pick out the top nine. But that 10 to 13... I think it's like you could you could mash them all together and put names in a hat and pull them out and say, okay, that's fine. But Jason, like thoughts on that because there's such there's such depth in terms of overall skill comparative to any other group. I think they're the by far the most skilled forward group. Yeah, I I think the U.S. and Sweden. You know, we could be seeing a sort of uh, like a U18 last spring type of matchup. You know, like this yeah. is uh, this is a this is a really deep American team for me historically. Um, and, you know, don't hold me to it. We could have a debate, I guess, but this might be the, this might be the most talented American team I've ever seen. I mean, they can literally roll four lines that can come at you any which way you want to play fast, skilled, um, you know, attack off the rush, lethal power play. There's some of these names on the power play ridiculous. Um, but then, you know, we'll get to the underbelly too, like the guys who could take like key faceoffs and, and you know shut down opponents. Like, don't underestimate guys like Danny Nelson and the value that a player like that brings to the roster if he makes the team. You know, he's a bigger body, wins faceoffs, responsible in his own. Oliver Moore, you know, same, um, but yeah. same plays super fast. You know, can be, you know, really good on the on on, on the special teams, both sides of the special teams, really can't he? Cutter Goche, you know, power goal scorer. Um, Gavin Brindley, similar to to Moore. I mean, we can go on and on. This is this is uh, Frank Nazar coming off injury last year. You know, he was one of my favorite players there a couple years ago. I really like Frank, and and I love his character and his drive. So, I don't know, guys. Like, this is going to be this is going to cause problems for every team in the tournament. Uh, Pick your poison to match up against this group. Yeah, to your point, I think this is the the favorite to win it, really. The, the states are just stacked this season. Uh, when you look at the center depth, it's not fair. That's just the way I look at it. The, the center depth is not fair. The goaltending is is on point. The defense core is set. It, it's just, they, as you said, Jason, they can they can be the team any way that they need to. That's, that's the key with this team. They don't have to play a very specific style. I feel like what we mentioned with Canada, where they do have to keep up a, a very high pace. They're going to have to overwhelm teams on the forecheck. They're going to have to rely on key uh, attention to detail moments on the ice during turnovers and getting back in transition. The States, they could have a bad period and then score four on the power play. When the experience over, right? That's that's the level of of power that the states are bringing here. So, uh, you know, it's it's one of those situations where I'll be honest, I'm Canadian, but I don't hate it because I do think it helps grow the sport. The more the states uh, do well at events like this, so it will be very interesting to see how teams like Sweden, Canada uh, handle. You guys brought 
brought up really good points about the forward depth. Cause if you break down the lines in any which way you want from, you know, that, that last line, that fourth line, if you want to call it that, that's a second line for Canada and Sweden. That's how crazy it is in terms of the overall talent. And I agree with Brad wholeheartedly. You look at the center depth, it they have an opportunity to throw in, like there's going to have wingers who are right-handed shots and there's a face-off and it's to their advantage. Like every line is going to have a second centerman that can, can do draws. And that's going to be a massive advantage in the defensive zone and the offensive zone to take advantage of who the opposition is. And these players are smart enough to recognize, no, I'm going to be able to take this guy. I have a better chance of taking this guy out. Let's switch. Like, so tactically in terms of the coaching staff, this is where, when we talk about, you know, you, you don't have to build an NHL roster. Like this is, this actually, I'm not going to say this is 2005 Ford group of Canada when they went to North Dakota, but it's similar in the respect that it doesn't matter what line it is. It's a number one line. And then how, what happens late in games and you get matchup issues and your guys are tired and the fourth line of the States goes out and they're a number one line. Like, I don't, it's going to be defensively, it's going to be a matchup issue. And I'm not sure which defense core can handle these the Americans, the best, it might be the Swedes because of their mobility. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the Swedes, uh, you look at that back end, uh, you know, that's maybe a discussion for another show, but, you know, with uh, Tom Willander, um, you know, uh, Patterson back there, uh, Sandy Pelica, like you've got more, you got a little bit of a mix, don't you? You got some size, some range. Uh, they got a bunch of different types of uh, players, but guys, this, this forward group, the, the one thing that could get in the Americans' way, if anything at all, is they get uh, too anxious if they get pinned in for a sequence. Let's say that the, the Canadians are cycling off the wall and they get a little frustrated by it because they want to jump the offense. Um, as long as they're patient enough to wait out their defensive zone responsibilities, they can pounce on teams. There, there's not a team in the, in the tournament that they can't pounce on if they're patient enough. And they have a an eclectic mix between, like, goal scorers and then some power forwards like they actually have some really strong power forwards like jimmy snuggerud like there's a big body that's going to be able to grind along the walls and help get pucks out and he's a guy that's going to disrupt in front of the net but then you have these like sneaky goal scorers like you know isaac howard and you know ryan leonard's a total pest and he can score goals in there frank nazar can score goals gabriel perot is like can score goals like i mean they're I don't like the problem is I'm not sure. I think they're going to have a hard time figuring out who's going to be on the power play. I think they're going to have that BC line out there because they have great chemistry, but I think there's going to be a knife fight in the locker room about who's going to get on the power play. Cause I think it's going to be really fascinating. And I like the fact that they have some character guys in there. I'm really looking forward to watching Gavin Brindley play. I think he's going to be a real catalyst for this team. Like him yeah. and Moore and Leonard, there's going to be a lot of energy, a lot of pace, a lot of like, what we call piss and vinegar in their games. And I think it's, that's going to be really contagious to this team as well. I, I think like I look at Brent, uh, the way Brindley and Leonard and more like just that energy that they play with, I think is going to be a real advantage to this team, not just offensively, but particularly defensively when they're hounding pucks coming back to the neutral zone. Yeah. The, the, the combination with those guys is size and leverage. Like, People are going to say, well, you know, Gavin Brindley's this big or, you know, Ryan Leonard's this big. Trust me, they give 
they give you all you can handle uh, physically when you have to body up against them. They're relentless. And uh, Gavin Brindley should be a leader, shouldn't he, guys? Uh, been there, done that last year. Yeah. And, um, you know, a couple of years in at the college level. And and he sprung onto the scene last year uh, when Fantilli was supposed to be getting all the attention at Michigan. And, and he showed really well and good on him. I expect him to carry a, a heavy load here for the U.S. I, you know, I wouldn't be terribly shocked. Well, he, I think he's going to have a letter for sure. I don't know if he's captain because there's some other captain material in there as well, but certainly he's a guy that, and look, they'll look at his size, but if anybody's seen, you saw him at the combine, his legs were like tree trunks. Oh like yeah. It, his core was big. Like it's, he's the one player that I've saw at the combine that I thought of uh, Mar- uh, Marty St. Louis. Because yeah. Marty St. Louis, how big he was in his core and how big his like tops of his legs were and his calves were, it's the same kind of build where that's great, but he's he's like a fire hydrant. You're not going to knock him over. And he understands how to use leverage. Forget about it. I'm like, he's the one small player that I'm not worried. I don't consider small because of that. Like, you know, he, he understands how to play through hands as well. He's going to be, he's going to be so problematic. You know, is there anybody, anybody in this roster of group of forwards that you think that could end up coming out as that a bit of a goal scorer that sort of like, separates himself like I know you know I kind of look at either Isaac Howard could come on the power play and just light it up um but then there's also you know what is Gabe Perot though even though he's been obviously this year much more of a playmaker than scoring goals but he's so those two players are so lethal when they shoot well, to your point, the, the thing that's really interesting about this the crop, we're talking about all these players right now, so many of them can skate, draw towards the center, and then find a lateral option. And, and that sets up so many one-timer opportunities for basically their entire roster, depending on their line combinations. So it's it's they're, they're going to be the most dangerous team in transition to this event. You know, we're talking about a power play lawyer. Just in transition, this is arguably the most dangerous team. They, there's nothing they can't do off the rush. Uh, and to your point, when you look at line driving potential, Oliver Moore and Gavin Brindley have that too, even though they're smaller, right? They're, they're low center of gravity, very hard to knock off the puck. And then you got bigger forwards like Jimmy Snuggeroo and Cutter Goche. They they can just dominate. So it's just they have a. It's one of those situations where the coach gets to mix and match. It's going to be. It's almost too many good things. It's going to. It's very interesting to see how these line combinations play out because there's just so many options. 100%. Let's take a, a short break. We'll get back and talk about Team USA, the defense, and the goaltenders right after this. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential, but all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. 
Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. Outside Edge has built a reputation for guiding hockey players toward their potential and provides on- and off-ice development programs for hockey players. Outside Edge Hockey Development operates all programs on the philosophy of quality over quantity. Our strength, skills, and mental coaches understand the demands of the game and use this knowledge to develop strength, speed, and energy systems so our athletes can reach their potential. The Outside Edge programming features KPI-based strength and conditioning programs, skating, and skill development sessions for pro, junior, midget, bantam, and peewee. Contact us today at outsideedge.ca.